Paula Jenkins, a transformative life coach and podcaster. Welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy, a podcast that talks about the stories of people following their hearts, finding work that lights them up, and looking at how joy plays a part in their journey. To learn more about this podcast or to find out more about me, just head on over to the website at jumpstartyourjoy.com. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 48 of Jumpstart Your Joy. Today is a solo cast, and so that means I'm going to be talking to you about how to bring your own dream to life. If you're new to the show, welcome. I am so glad that you are here. If you want to get all of the information around this episode, just head over to the website at jumpstartyourjoy.com slash episode 48, and you'll find links to the books and the notes that I am going to talk about. If you want to subscribe, you can find Jumpstart Your Joy on iTunes, Player FM, Google Play Music. I am now on iHeartRadio and Stitcher as well. So those are the places you can subscribe and I encourage you to leave a review and a rating. Thank you so much in advance for doing so. So I'm also so excited that I am only four episodes away from a year of podcasting, which I simply cannot believe. I'm currently running Jumpstart Your Podcast, which is my six-week boot camp. If you want to start your own show, if you are an avid podcast listener and a blogger or if you have a service-based business of any sort... I have found that podcasting is an amazing way to reach your audience and engage in ways that blogging just doesn't make room for. So if you're interested in finding out more or maybe you'd like to have a podcast that could be live in just six weeks, head over to jumpstartyourpodcast.com and you can sign up to be on the VIP list for the next class that starts. Also coming up in the next month or so, I'm excited to announce a collaboration with Christy Tending, who was on the show. We're going to be announcing a a joint venture of a breathing and balance course that we're so excited to be releasing. Stay tuned. You can head over to the website and sign up for my email list to get more information. And you guys who are on the list will be the first to know uh, about the program. And there are going to be some exciting bonuses that are offered for people who sign up at the initial launch. So let's jump into today's topic, which is how to bring your own dream to life. To do this, we're going to touch on the first thing is identifying your dream. Two, identifying what's holding you back from following that dream. Three, setting the habits and support that you need to get to that desired dream or change in your life. The fourth step would be that you would keep showing up and modifying as you go. So as longtime listeners of the show will know that My second to last question on every episode where I have a guest is if somebody has a big dream that they want to bring to life, what advice would you give to them to bring that dream into action? And I love this question because at the heart of it it is this sense of transformation and change. And I also love it because there's so many people, I imagine so many of you out there have this dream that you want to bring into the world. It's probably something so closely tied to your own purpose that you just inherently know what it is. But for some reason to date, you haven't yet decided to act on it and bring it into life. And so I love hearing how these people that have shared about how they followed their joy and in some way reached that point where they have actually brought their dream into life. I love hearing their suggestions on how each of us do it. And I wanted to spend more time with you guys on that today because I think it is such an interesting territory. So let's first talk about identifying the dream. 
because dreams tend to stay, I'll use air quotes, out there until some sort of action comes into play. It's really super interesting, you know, which dreams are the ones that we choose to follow? Or in some sense, is it that the dream chooses us? And what I really love is that Elizabeth Gilbert in Big Magic talks about this. Let me read a little bit from that book. I believe that our planet is inhabited not only by animals and plants and bacteria and viruses, but also by ideas. Ideas are a disembodied energetic life form. They are completely separate from us, but capable of interacting with us, albeit strangely. Ideas have no material body, but they do have consciousness, and they most certainly have will. Ideas are driven by a single impulse to be made manifest. And the only way an idea can be made manifest in our world is through collaboration with a human partner. It is only through a human's efforts that an idea can be escorted out of the ether and into the realm of the actual. And that's the end of the quote. If you read more, and there'll be a link to her book in the show notes, it it is a wonderful book, especially if you're playing around with a creative dream that you want to bring to life. Her sense is that ideas and creative ideas do jump around and they act as a muse with several different people to see who will grab on to that idea and bring it into the world. What I really love about it is it does seem like there are ideas that flit in and out of our minds. I know there's some ideas that have hit me many times, this podcast being one, that it was like, "Hmm, maybe, you know, you're kind of flirting with it back and forth and you kind of turn it away sometimes and sometimes you get a little bit closer. But it's really interesting to see what the dream is and which one you're going to choose. And so my suggestion here would be to pick one that keeps coming back to you. To pick one that you've had on your mind since you were a child or for many years. Pick the one that feels a little bit scary and like it's going to take some courage to act on it. Choose that one. Choose the one that excites you and lets you dance in that area of what I would call excited and terrified. And go run with it. The thing about choosing which of these dreams you're going to bring to action really is around identifying which one, and and like I said, choose the one that dances in excited and terrified territory, and then make a commitment to it. Say yes to it. Say, you are the one that I want to choose. If you kind of already know which one it is, but it's been really hard to make the commitment, if you feel what many, many people would call resistance to actually committing to it, let's hit step number two, which is identifying what's holding you back. So we've already talked about what the dream is. Let's talk about what might be holding you back from getting there and what this resistance is. So in a lot of my work with clients, we talk about the resistance that's coming up and we talk about how it is fear that is showing up. Sometimes it's ego. Sometimes it's fear. It's all usually in the same realm that something inside of us is saying, no, I'm not ready. Or what if it doesn't work? Or what if I fail? And, and all of these questions, along with some of the other ones around the myth of waiting, which we'll get into several of those in just a minute, are designed, it's the ego saying, no, I, don't, I can't embrace this thing that I actually know I love because it's too scary. It's a fear-based reaction. So the list of waiting is a way of kind of justifying why you won't do this thing just now. And it seems like these are probable excuses. It seems like these are valid excuses that make sense and that could be a good reason for waiting. But let's dig into them a little bit because I think if we chip away at why maybe you've been waiting, you'll see that there is no time like the present to start the stream. So 
So these myths include, I'm going to wait until I have time. I'm going to wait until the idea is perfect or something about embarking on following this dream is perfect. I'm going to wait until I have everything figured out. I'm going to wait until X, Y, or Z happens. I'm going to wait until I have everything else on my to-do list done. And the last one, which has really been occupying a lot of space in my own mind recently, is I'm going to wait until I am an expert on the topic. And maybe you hear yourself in one or more of those about this dream that you've identified now, but why haven't you taken your first steps? And sometimes it takes more than just looking at the list and being mindful of the voices that are coming up around what's holding you back. But let's let's break them down. So while each person is different and has a different reason for stating one or all of those waiting points, the thing that's running below all of them is the same emotion, and that is fear. And fear is a good emotion in many ways because it keeps us safe, right? It keeps us safe and it's looking out for us. So I'm not, I'm not ever going to say that fear is bad. I think fear is good. It's a healthy emotion. But it's, the, it's a healthy emotion when things are actually life-threatening. But when we're talking about a dream and bringing a dream into action, we're not actually entering into one of those fight, flight, or freeze situations where fear is, in fact, helpful. One of my favorite quotes is from Meg Cabot, and she is the author who wrote The Princess Diaries, but it's about courage. And I wrote this down when I, I actually wrote this one down when I was watching the movie. And it is, courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something is more important than fear. The brave may not live forever, but the cautious do not live at all. And there's something about this that if you're sitting there stuck in this idea that you need to wait, or you're sitting there stuck in this idea that for some reason it's okay to be afraid of the dream and not jump into it, I would ask you if courage has a place to play here. Is your desire to bring this thing to life Is your desire to live your purpose more important than the fear you feel around it? And can you say to yourself, these excuses that I'm making will always have validity until I decide that this dream and this sense of purpose is more important than those fears and those excuses. If you feel like, yes, my purpose and this dream and finding joy, if that's what's at the heart of it as well, is more important than the fear I am feeling, I think you have tapped into something and you really are ready to make that commitment to whatever this dream is or whatever that change is. And it's okay, right? Because these excuses keep us safe. But if we look at, let's break down some of the excuses now, especially around that wait list. And if you're on the fence here and you're not quite sure, and you're looking for a way to kind of get in and around this wait list that maybe you have in your mind. I would ask yourself around each of the things that you have said that are, that have allowed you to put your dream off. Are they true? Is it true that you will have quote unquote time to tackle this dream? I imagine that you have been busy your entire life (laughs) and I imagine that you will continue to be busy. Is it true that you do not have time? Or if you really want this thing, can you find a way to make it possible? Can you shift some other things around? And can you recognize that in the future, I don't know that you'll have more time to make this thing possible. There's really no time like right now to start working on it. So look at that one. Will you really have more time in the future? Or will you look back and say, I wish I had started this a year ago because then I would be a year into it. If you're waiting until the idea is perfect or complete, Ask yourself, is it true? Will the idea ever be perfect or complete? Is there really a sense of completion that can come to this thing? Or will it just be, as many things are, this thing where you open one door and explore it, and then that opens another door and you explore that further? 
Can you see this thing, this dream, as the stepping stone into something else? In my own life, one of my dreams was to go back and do some more acting. I did that, and that that just started a daisy chain of events. Once I had said yes to one thing, other things started happening. What if your dream is that way too? That it is the starting point. It's not something that has an end. It is a step in the direction of finding your larger purpose. If you're waiting, I think waiting for X, Y, or Z to happen is similar to saying that you're going to wait until you have the time. Will you ever have the time? Will X, Y, or Z ever happen? You know, if you're waiting until you have the right job, will you ever have the right job? You're waiting until you've bought the house. None of these things are certain. What is certain is what you can control right now. And so if you're looking at it, what can you control right now? And how could you start working on this dream right now? I have to have everything on my to-do list done. Maybe another waiting one. I love what Cam Adair said in episode 47, which was around getting out of that headspace that you will ever have your (laughs) to-do list done. You'll keep adding things. The to-do list isn't something that you will ever get done. Instead, what he is saying is that it is the journey of, of working through each of those items and the growth that you have by doing the things, the things that you add to this world by doing the things on your list that is important. And the last one that I love is, is the question around expertise and really questioning, do you need to be an expert and what does expertise really mean in any, in most given fields? Now, There are some places where certification and credentials are extremely important. And there are places where training is, in fact, needed. But I would ask, to follow my dream of becoming a writer, do I need certification or credentials or more education? Or is that just holding me back from taking the first step? If that's ringing true, what's stopping you from taking the first step? Is it something that that could possibly be an excuse or is it a real thing that's holding you back? Because if we're looking at expertise, no one is handing out expert badges most of the time. And that feels like an area where if you're doubting if you're good enough, if you're doubting that you have the experience, I would say that there are ways to get that experience. And if you start diving into finding out about them, that's at least a step in the right direction. So set yourself up for success here. If it's something that you're passionate about, dive in and start asking questions. And don't wait for someone else to give you the expert badge for it. Own it yourself. Step into that space and say, I am curious and I want to know more about this. I know one podcaster who has a show on microbreweries and his whole take on it is that he's in there asking the questions of people who want to start making microbrew. And so his point of departure is, I'm not an expert. And yet I'm curious and I want to learn more. And so that could be the angle as well. Use your non-expertise as part of the thing that moves you forward. Once you've decided on the dream and identified which one you're saying yes to, and then number two, after you've looked at each of those things that are holding you back, and this could be a journaling exercise for you if, if you're stuck there, write out all the things that you think are holding you back, and then really go through and ask yourself, is it true? And what can I do about it starting now to make my dream a possibility? Once it's in writing, you'll see it clear, loud and clear. Number three is setting the habits to support the dream. So this is really getting into the action territory. You've already committed. You're at least looking the fears in the eye and saying, I see you, but I'm moving ahead anyway. I'm practicing courage. And what I really love is that the fly lady in episode 46, she talks about making something a project. I'm using air quotes again. Her story, I'll briefly reiterate it, was 
her husband was making her a set of bookshelves in the basement. And every day he would go to the basement and he would do, even if it was just 15 minutes of work, he would do a little bit more on those bookshelves. And then in a month or two, he in fact had an entire set of bookshelves and it was complete. But it was really only through that consistency of going to it each day and taking the action, making a habit of taking the action every day that made it possible. It's the same thing in in that episode. I also told the story about my own yard. There's a lot of trees that are actually the neighbors in the back. I've decided I'm just going to start cutting. I'm filling my green bin every week. It's a habit. My dream, have a beautiful backyard, the action and the habit. Every week, I'm cutting down as much as I can, filling the green bin. And someday, it's not going to be complete, but it will be exponentially better. I'm working towards the dream. And if that, and that's something that if you just spend 15 minutes a day, you're looking at like eight hours in a month having spent towards that item. Small, incremental baby steps add up. And that's where you want to be when you're working on a dream. I love this quote from The War of Art, and you can get a link to that in the show notes. Uh, is by Stephen Pressfield. And here I'm just going to read page 64 about a professional. Someone once asked Somerset Maugham if he wrote on a schedule or only when struck by inspiration. I write only when inspiration strikes, he replied. Fortunately, it strikes every morning at nine o'clock sharp. That's a pro. In terms of resistance, Mom was saying, I despise resistance. I will not let it phase me. I will sit down and I will do my work. Mom recognized another deeper truth, that by performing the mundane physical act of sitting down and starting to work, he set in motion a mysterious but infallible sequence of events that would produce inspiration as surely as if the goddess had synchronized her watch with his. He knew if he built it, she would come. And that's tapping into that idea that if you show up, if you start taking the action every day at nine o'clock or every day for 15 minutes, that you start to put in, and this is exactly the same same thing that the fly lady says, is that it is the series of setting something as a habit, that then it grows. You can add more things to it. It becomes a routine for your day. But once you've set that thing in motion, then you are setting the habits that support the dream. And that's taking the steps. Now, don't be surprised if resistance shows up big time when you're starting to to establish this habit because it's really hard to sit down and write for 15 minutes or an hour. You know, I always find something that I would rather do, you know, to trim the bushes of the backyard. There are other things that get my attention. But again, I've decided that this thing is more important and I stick with it. There's also a really great quote around this and, and it ties into that idea that you know, the muse or the creativity shows up when you show up. So Maya Angelou says, life loves the liver of it. You must live and life will be good to you. And so it's that same, it's supporting that same idea that when you show up and you start doing the work, that life pays attention to that and it rewards you by moving you forward, by creativity showing up as well, to co-conspire with you to create this dream. You put it in action and creativity and life will also show up and meet you there. So we've already been through identifying the dream. Which one are you going to say yes to? Identifying what's holding you back is step two. Figure it out. Start asking the hard questions. Number three, set the habits in action to support your dream. 
Show up every day for it. Show up every week for it. Whatever it is, put it in action so that it becomes a habit. The habit supports the growth of the dream. And you'll continue to learn more. And then number four is to keep showing up and modify as you go. So as I said in number in number three, it really is about that showing up daily to say yes to the dream. It isn't so much that once upon a time you said, yes, this is my dream and I'm going to follow it. It's that every day or every week, whatever that agreed upon interval is for you, that you show up and you do the work. It's about following the dream and staying on the path to discover why that dream is calling your name. Now, it could be a simple output. It could be this podcast where, yes, week after week, I show up and I do a show. Or it could be that this podcast is tied into my deeper purpose somehow, somewhere. I'm finding out more information about what does it mean to follow joy, which ties into my being a life coach, which ties into me being able to serve the people that coach with me. There's something in there. This ties and feeds into a bigger thing. And as I show up, it keeps supporting the larger purpose that I feel is part of my life. So if we go back to that example of taking improv classes, Yes, I took acting, and then I took improv, and then I started leading retreats, and all of this is a daisy chain of events. So while the first dream that called my name was that acting class, I see how it pa- the path continues through the various events of my life to lead me here, speaking to you, <laughs> but also how it's going to continue me on, and it's going to continue to grow and change. And so by showing up you know, to, to do the acting and then realize, get curious and listen, and modify. Look for the next little tentacle of whatever the next part of the dream is and grab onto that. Say yes to that. You'll be repeating this process again and again. Because it might be if you're someone who really has had the same, you know, a dream that's strong since the day that you were born and you, you haven't been able to follow it until now, it might be that that is your purpose. Amy Avazade spoke um, early on. And I'll put the link in about that episode, about how she's always known she wanted to be a doctor. And so that's her calling. She followed that dream. And now she keeps following it daily and she gets to help people. I think for some of us multi-passionates, it's a little bit different. We get excited about specific things. And then it's sometimes hard to see the follow through and the through line on each of the new ones. But so I would say if you keep following up, consistently showing up, I'm going to work on this part of the dream today. Then look for the next little tentacle and follow that part and then follow the next part. You will see a larger a larger purpose grow out of it. And that's all just because you've shown up. So as Stephen Pressfield says, and this is also from The War of Art, uh, we come into this world with a specific personal destiny. We have a job to do, a calling to enact, a self to become. We are who we are from the cradle and we're stuck with it. And so... As I wrap this up, as we've looked at identifying what your dream is, looked at what's holding you back, if we've talked about setting the habits in motion to support your dream and then showing up and modifying as you go, I would say do not let go of the dream. The one that you've said yes to is special. You are special and you have a purpose here. Just as Stephen Pressfield was saying, you came here with a job to do and a purpose to fulfill. And I would say that these things, these creative ideas that come flitting into your mind, like Elizabeth Gilbert talks about, those ones that stick and those ones that keep dancing with, with your, your mind and your brain and your, your dreams, those are the ones that are trying so hard to get your attention because they do hold the keys to whatever your larger purpose is. 
or an expression of that purpose. So if there's a dream in there that's been flitting about and that has been dancing with you for so long, just grab it and go for it. And I know you can do it. And I'd love to hear how it goes if you're following a path. So head on over to jumpstartyourjoy.com slash episode 48. You'll get all these information. The quotes are there that I've read off. There'll be a fun pack to download and save each of those quotes if you want to put them around yourself to inspire yourself. So that's that. If you're looking for a coach, this is what I do. I work with people who want to transform and change their lives and follow their dreams. And I would love to work with you. If there's pieces of this that you're like, yes, that's exactly where I'm stuck. You could, in just a few sessions, be on the other side of stuck and following that dream to whatever your purpose is. So there is also on the website a little button on the homepage that says, you know, schedule a free consultation. I would love to talk to you and we can figure out what your dream is and what your next steps are and get you on your way. So thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I am so totally excited that the next three episodes lead me up just to that year mark. And I hope that you will come on back next week. And until then, I hope your days are filled with so much joy. 